You're listening to The Rock House. A production of Austin Rock Records. Hello, everyone. Hello. Welcome to episode five of Four Questions, a weekly podcast where I answer four questions about my husband's indie rock band, Learson Peak. Rock and roll. My name is Michelle Learson, and I'm your host. Stephen Learson, my husband here, will be providing comic relief. Boom shakalaka. So I wanted to start this week off by recapping Mother's Day. We yeah. hope you enjoyed Mother's Day. If you celebrated it, um, or if you are a mother, and uh, we want to recognize you and tell everyone how we spent Mother's Day. Um, well, I, I spent a lot of time on social media. Oh. <laughs> I spent Mother's Day with my mom. Looking at all the photos of people with their moms. Oh. And, and I did post a photo of me and my mom on WeChat. Um, but yeah, well, I wanted to talk about Learson Peak because one of the cutest photos I saw was of our drummer, Jules Jensen, as a baby drummer with his mother. Like one-year-old baby. It was so cute. I'm going to post it online. But um, it really caught my attention. Yeah, you know, that photo was in our first, we talked about it in our first episode ever. I don't remember that. Oh. Yeah. Because in the photo, he's his mom is holding him, holding a almost naked Jules <laughs> Jensen. And yeah. he's wearing nothing but a diaper and drumsticks. Yeah. But he told me that he's holding the drumsticks with perfect classical <laughs> technique. And, uh, and the drumsticks just, look bigger than him. Right. They're like bigger than his head. But he was born with that perfect uh, relaxed posture. He was born to be a drummer. That's right. Uh, so thank you, Jules, for sharing that photo with us of your mom. And uh, I'm going to post it online. Oh. How was your Mother's Day, Stephen? How did you celebrate? It was great. I spent it with my mom and uh-huh. her mom and yeah. her sister, who's a mom, and my cousins, <laughs> who are moms. Uh. Uh, so I was surrounded by motherly love. <laughs> it was really great. I'm we very had jealous. A, we had a big family party and uh, with all the moms. Mm. My mom's in China. I didn't see her. Oh. Yeah. Well, did you talk to her or text her? Yeah, we chatted her. Oh. And I bit mochi her. Even better. <laughs> Did she bitmoji you back? She gift me back. She gift you back? Yeah. Aww. So, I'll That's see her when she gets back from China. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Happy Mother's Day, everyone. Should we go on to the questions? Yes. What went well last week? Well, Anything go well? Yes. What do you got? You got a last minute gig, oh. which I thought went really well at Article 24, our local... Restaurant and bar. It went pretty well. I had two days to prepare a solo <laughs> piano set. Um, yeah. It was really last minute, but we thought we would do it for fun. Mm-hmm. Um, it's at a place just around the corner from Harvard Business School and Big Daddy's Pizza. It's about a three-minute drive from us. And uh, Stephen played with two other bands. Um, gentle a gu- Temper. A guitarist. Yep. Uh, gentle Temper and... And Jack Byrne. And a bass player. And Jack Byrne, also a guitarist and singer-songwriter. Mm-hmm. Um, and Gentle Temper is an ocean folk blues duo. Um, Ooh, ocean folk. Yeah. Is that what they call themselves? Yes. and That uh, makes exact sense. With, if I picture ocean folk, I picture 
what they sounded like. Yeah, with a kick drum, and did they have amazing harmonies? Yeah, and great singers and very uh, wonderful people. Yeah, they were just so nice. The guy helped me. <laughs> the guy Ryan helped me carry all my stuff. Yeah, they helped unload our gear from our minivan. Vans don't do that usually. It was really nice. It was a rare opportunity to experience like a different genre of music. I'm usually not with singer songwriters when you're playing a gig. That's usually true. With like full on. I don't usually roll with the uh, singer songwriters. <laughs> but like stripped down versions of songs and one person with a microphone is really powerful. Mm-hmm. So it was cool. I thought you did a great job, Stephen. Yeah, thank you. Um, but if you, if anyone in the audience are, are in the area and interested in performing, actually Article 24 is looking for performers for oh. their weekly open mic on Sunday nights. Mm-hmm. Hosted so, by Adam Sickler. Yeah, hosted by Adam Sickler, who's a, uh, also Who a musician. Neighbor. A neighbor and guitarist. So, yeah, check it out. Sunday nights Yeah, Article 24. What didn't go well last week? Um, so nothing really bad happened to Learson Peak. Oh. But um, you remember all those things I said I would do last week for Learson Peak? Yeah. Yeah. Um, what <laughs> well, do you got? I didn't do any of them. Oh, you didn't do any of them? No. I was sidetracked. But I thought you were really looking forward to the email. <laughs> just sending out the email uh, to everybody. I, just, I didn't do the email. But I did think of You poor like, thing. You were looking forward to it so much. What happened? I'm going to do it. I just didn't know what was the right time. And I thought there would be more content to put it all in. <laughs> okay. But uh, I got sidetracked oh. by a new pet project. Oh. Which, oh. yes. But what, what, do I have to ask you the next question? <laughs> yeah, it's part of the next answer. Okay. So question number three. Yeah. What is one. the most interesting thing that you learned last week? Well, well. <laughs> this may lead to a philosophical discussion about robots. Because I learned about... You have my undivided attention. I learned about robots last I week. I love philosophy and robots. <laughs> yeah, so I wanted to share with you that I've been trying to create an Instagram robot. Really? There's an open source code out there written in Python published by this man named Tim Grossman. Mm. It's completely free. You just have to follow some instructions and download it from GitHub. GitHub. And um, You gotta get the hub. Once I launch this robot, which I haven't decided what to do with it yet, because I want my robot to be ethical, <laughs> is that you can program the robot to like and follow things on Instagram automatically for you. Is this with the hopes that we will get more Instagram followers? Yeah, like, if you can't possibly like everyone who has hashtagged I love Juno 60s every mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. So a robot can do that for you. Oh. Yeah. But how is that unethical? Well, I just say, like, I've seen robots that are unethical on Instagram who have commented on posts that are not real comments. Like, like what do they say? Cool. Or, like, awesome. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> Very unethical. Like, has it that ever happened to you where you've ha- you posted something and there are random people posting nonsensical things? Those are robots. No, I don't, I don't think there's any robots on Instagram. 
Yeah, so I, I mean... Certainly none that follow me. Once I figure out my internal dilemma on what my robot's going to do, I'm going to release it. Well, it's very important. I mean, once you're... If you, rele- if you make your robot come alive... Yes. And you program it... Mm-hmm. You know, what if it becomes self-aware? You wouldn't <laughs> want it to be an unethical, self-aware robot. That would be awful. No, or kill me or take over the world. Yeah. I mean, what if... <laughs> What if it becomes self-aware and, and is commenting nice and awesome and cool on like everybody? No. No. Or what I, if it goes off script? I don't know. I don't want that to happen to my mm. robot. So, so this is what I learned this week is um, that these things exist and that I have the power to launch it because I know Python. Ooh. Well, I have something uh, interesting. That you learned? Yes, and it ties into the social media okay. stuff. Yeah. Mostly into what Facebook. It could be also like with Instagram or Twitter. Okay. Or, but um, I, I've been working on a song that kind of explores the, uh, the hidden meanings and uh, interpretations of why people post what they do on social media. Okay. And I found out in my research to write the song... That there are four different types of posters or, huh. or account users. holders, users. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. So the first, do you want to hear it there? Yes. Tell me. Okay. So the first, <laughs> the first type of user or social media user is the relationship builder. Mm. Right. And this is the most ethical. Like for love. They're, they're using it in the very much Mark Zuckerberg way of, you know, his ideal. Uh-huh. Uh, way of using Facebook, for instance, which is just to be friends with people you are actually friends with and your family uh-huh. and use it to stay in touch with them and to share how much you love them. And, and to post cute photos of my puppy. Well, that could be a way that you <laughs> express your love, which... Yeah. And I would say you fall into this category of the relationship builder mm-hmm. because... Um, you, you you pretty much only <laughs> sp- uh, share photos to your friends and family yeah. to show them how much you love them and the world. Mm. And me. Okay. So the second category of users are yeah. the window shoppers. <laughs> oh, what are they shopping for? They're uh, not shopping. A window shopper doesn't shop for anything. They mm. just... They just peruse. Uh-huh. So they just kind of spy. The, 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 the you could stalker? Al- yeah, you could also call them spies or stalkers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, oh. would be a, that would be a more uh, intense way to put it. Okay. But the window shoppers, they don't share any personal information mm-hmm. or usually share anything at all. And they don't like or comment on anybody. Yeah, they just watch. But they go on all the time. Yeah. And they just spy and watch what they do people watching people watching yeah so their feed is like blank yeah Mm -hmm. unless people post stuff about them which they don't comment or like on (laughs) anyway so that uh the third category yes are the town criers which are journalists activists event organizers musicians Uh, like you you're a town crier i definitely fall into this category uh, hook, line, and sink. Um, I feel like I've had to be a town crier more recently. Right. I think be, because since you met me, I <laughs> kind of had to pull you. you to the dark side. Which is, yeah, I don't really like doing, but I have to. 
You know, so the town criers share lots of stuff. They share memes, they share videos, they share pictures of themselves, of other, they share events that they're going to, like other bands that they're, they think are cool that are coming to town. Yeah. Um, political rallies, mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. That, and, and their, their friends and followers are people they know. Yeah. And a lot of them are people they don't know at all or very well. Yeah. They have a lot. Yeah. And going then, on. so then, and then the fourth and final category uh-huh. Is the selfie category <gasps> the selfie? Right, the selfier. The selfier, yes, yes. The the people perpetuating the myth of the narcissistic millennial. Right. So someone who only posts about themselves all the time. Yeah, pictures of themselves working out in the gym, of them um, on the beach. On the beach, their their perfect dessert that they just ordered Eating before food. they take the first. It bite. sounds like a lot of Asian profiles. You know, they're. Their latte that has a heart in it. I saw one with a cat today. <laughs> I hearted it on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of interesting uh, uh, learning about these different kinds of people and and seeing how I am some of these people. Some so you of the wrote time. a song about it. Can we hear it? Maybe I'm trying to get it done tonight. So if we put out this podcast tomorrow, I think I can get it on the end. Oh yeah, we'll definitely do that. It's called, the name of the song is None of This is Really Happening, mm-hmm. which is kind of how I feel about social media because it's, it's all fake. Well, it's just because it's all in the cloud, you know, but it is happening. So like, it, I know, but if the electricity went down, <laughs> it would just all be gone. I know. So it's like not real, you know? Yeah. It's not, you know, it's not a. Uh, Something you can, can touch. You imagine it's not something you can touch. The so. internet went down. I, you know, I think it'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, <laughs> I went off on a tangent there. Yeah. What are you looking forward to this week? Anything coming up you're looking forward I'm to? I'm looking forward to Boston Calling, which uh-huh. is next week. Okay. I'm really looking forward to it. I, I love the festival. It's a three-day festival here. At Harvard Stadium, and Lears and Peak is playing an after party on night one of three on Friday night. Friday the 25th. And um, I looked up who else is going to be playing during the day. Oh, yeah? Who do I have to follow? You have to follow (laughs) Portugal the Man, Mm. the Killers, which I haven't heard for a while, Um, Maggie Rogers, our friend's band, Mm -hmm. and The National. Oh, cool. Mm Mm-hmm. So a lot of good. Um, so I've got a lot of, <laughs> a lot of, good a lot of amazing acts to follow. Yeah. So Boston Calling ends really early. Uh, the last show starts at nine, so it should be over by ten, ten thirty. So come over to Article Twenty Four. It's yep. open till two a.m. You can just walk from the festival yeah. over to Article Twenty Four, and I'll be playing for you all night. Yep. All the rest, if you hadn't had enough. The full music. band. The full band. There's the peak. Yeah. Drums. Yeah. Guitar. We do have some guitar. We have some. some We'll have some uh, bass slapping, and I'll have my uh, spaceship full of synthesizers. Mm-hmm. You can have your guitar. I will absolutely have the key. <laughs> I mean, how else am I going to outdo the Killers and the National and Maggie Rogers? And <laughs> yep. And uh, another shout out I want to give out is uh, to MIT Logarithms. Which, oh yeah, which is our we're going to that show male acapella group. Mm-hmm. Which is this Friday night. 
So it's going to be date night for us. Oh, yeah, date night. Yeah, Friday night. Um, but maybe we'll see you there. It's a free show at MIT's Kriski Auditorium. And they're amazing. Mm-hmm. The guys, their vocalists, I mean, their sound is just really good. You know, they're just a bunch of MIT students good at everything. <laughs> yes, I'm a math whiz and uh, I have perfect pitch. <laughs> and uh, something not related as a final thought yes. is uh, something I'm looking forward to. On Saturday morning is the wedding of Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. The girl from Suits. <laughs> wow. Cool. Yeah. What time does it start? It starts like 4 a.m. on Friday night. Oh, uh, Because the, the actual wedding starts at 9 a.m. I'll set the alarm for 3.55. In England. I can't wait. I'm going to watch. I'm not going to miss a minute of that. <laughs> yeah. I know, right? <laughs> because you know the thing is you know you can't really miss it because the royal family i mean they really they do so much and they're so talented and they're just you know ah oh, prince harry yeah prince harry i mean all <laughs> the things he's accomplished in his life i mean like he's you know he's learned how to play polo he's you he's know, in the war he served in the army. He served. That's right. Wasn't he dressed as a Nazi once? <laughs> he was at a party. You know, he's a, just, yeah, he's a, that was a mistake. He admitted it. Right. <laughs> so anyway, everyone, just to end on a positive note, hope to see you next week. Bye.